Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Today's episode is all about staying emotional, sensitive and passionate in modern culture surrounding romantic relationships, friendships or just generally being sensitive and showing emotion because it's something that is particularly prevalent in my life throughout the past couple years when I've been at sixth form and now I'm at university and this is probably actually one of my probably actually brilliant off to a great start probably one of my favorite episodes that I am gonna film and I probably say that again on the start of every single episode but this one really is close to home to me personally because this is something I've been so passionate about and being an advocate for in the past couple years especially since being university so let's get into it another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. If you are a hopeless romantic or just an empath in general, this episode will particularly be touching to you personally because I've always been a hopeless romantic. I've always romanticised my life and kind of felt a little bit out of place and sometimes quite lonely, which I do to myself. It's not out of anyone else's fault. It is purely just... I do it to myself really I like to isolate myself sometimes out of the fact that I don't feel myself with other people I'm really really sensitive person where when I was in sixth form if I was in a room surrounded by people I would feel so lonely because nothing makes me more upset than feeling like no one wants to listen to me or if I'm talking in a big group of people and one person doesn't listen I feel so stupid and that's probably me being overreacting but that's what this whole episode is about is realizing that if you are overly sensitive and you are emotional you do get a little bit touchy about things that's okay it just means that you desire to be cared about the worst thing for me personally is feeling as if someone isn't listening or someone doesn't care about what I have to say throughout my life I've had a couple things that I've been really passionate about and I've been made to feel stupid for them or I've been made to feel that I shouldn't express my passion for this thing because no one cares and no one wants to listen about it. For example, I've always been really passionate about film but when I've had certain people in my life, whether it be friendships and they haven't cared at all and I felt as if I've never been able to speak about it, I've not realise until now that they're just not the type of people for you and staying true to yourself by being emotional and being sensitive and being passionate about things almost brings up these kind of the people in your life that aren't right for you and gives you a direction as to whether they should stay in your life or not and I think that staying true to yourself whether you are really sensitive is such a good thing because it's like cleansing people out of your life or cleansing certain emotions of being shameful of the fact that you're emotional or sensitive it's okay if something very minor to someone else affects you we all have different triggers and we all have different things that upset us it's just that perhaps it makes you even more upset at it but don't feel the need to hide it maybe you do feel the need to hide that emotion because the people around you aren't accepting of it or the people around you make you feel bad for it 
you are who you are and stay true to that and don't let anyone else change you or change your mind about it. I briefly spoke about like my experience when I was in sixth form or throughout high school or even at university where I would be in a room full of people and I would never feel more alone in my life. And I am going to be honest with the fact that in sixth form, I would go to the library instead of like going to the break room. What was a break room? Jesus, I sound American. I would go to the library and I don't know, I'd either read or I'd literally just go on Pinterest or something and like eat my lunch because I would rather be alone than be in a room full of people who make me feel disregarded or make me feel as if I'm not worthy of being there. And that took me so long. Throughout high school, I surrounded myself with so many friends because I really wanted to feel like I was wanted and I wanted to feel as if I have lots and lots of friends. All those friendships, bar probably two of them, were what I like to call surface level friendships, where I could not call any of them with any issues and they wouldn't listen. They probably wouldn't even pick up, which isn't a bad thing. You know, people don't owe me anything. People don't need to pick up the phone. People don't need to listen to me. But I'm not going to disregard the fact that I want people to want to listen to what I have to say about my passions. So throughout sixth form, I literally changed the narrative where I was like okay if I feel awful about myself every time I go to this particular room or spend time with these particular people when I go I didn't feel awful about myself that's very dramatic but I'm a very dramatic person if I feel as if I'm not wanted and I'm not I'm kind of not supposed to be there I'll go somewhere else so I did I took myself and went and sat in a different room even if it was by myself I would rather feel wanted by myself and accepting of myself rather than sit in a room and almost shut myself off and isolate myself and fight myself in my head you know and once I realized that I could have my own company I realized okay you know what I wasn't being overreactive I wasn't being dramatic I'm just a sensitive person and I take things to heart I'm really emotional but I think that's because I'm naturally an empath so I have this thing where outside of my podcast, if I have my own mental health issues, I almost, and this isn't healthy, I need to work on this and I'm really trying, but if I have my own mental health issues, I will try and put effort into helping them and healing them, and I do, but sometimes I have this thing where I would rather just kind of listen to other people's problems and help them, and it's true, like my friends will call me up at any point and they know that and my friends will talk to me they could talk to me for hours and I will listen and I'll give them help even if they don't take that help and I know that it's not helping my mental health to give someone so much of myself and that's something I'm trying to break away from but I'm a very emotional person so if someone has an issue I'm gonna put my heart and soul into it trying to help them and trying to fix them I also need to put that energy into myself and also you do too if you are sensitive and emotional, you are most likely someone that will help other people very easily and do anything for them. But sometimes you forget to do that thing for yourself. You forget that, okay, hang on, I'm struggling. I know that my friends are struggling, but right now I'm not doing very well and I'm not listening to that. And it goes hand in hand where you're emotional, but you're also in an emotional state where like you're trying to not overreact to the fact that you are really down so you're trying to listen to other people and listen to yourself it's not a bad thing I always tell my mum 
whenever we talk about things, I always say it's not a bad thing to be kind. It's a good thing to be kind, but it's also a good thing to put in boundaries with yourself to be like, okay, I know I'm empathetic and I'll help everyone else, but I need to help myself first. This next thing I want to talk about, I'm so passionate about it. So the in the culture, when I first, oh, backstory, when I first moved to university, I had never been in a relationship. I'd never really been on dates. I never really spoken to anyone romantically, like briefly, right? So when I moved to university, I was like, I'm, I would say I'm desensitized. No, no, I'm sense, is it sensitized to dating? Or I don't know, just being with people, right? So I had no experience in this area of dating. Moved to university and I felt as if the culture, and like I saw it on TikTok, I saw it on the people around me was like, you need to play it cool around them. When they text you, make sure you don't reply too quick. Make sure you don't reply with kisses because that's too flirty. Make sure you go on as many dates as you can. Like talk to lots of people. And, you know, a lot of people were getting in relationships and going on dating and casual dating and casual hookups and stuff like that. And I, for about six months, tried my hardest to fit into this culture of casual dating is what I want to call it where you're super cool and you try to make them jealous and all of this really really play it cool and you don't show any emotion at all to them because like you don't want to make them seem like you're really interested I was unhappy because I was trying to be someone that I'm not as much as I would love to be really cool surrounding dating I am the biggest hopeless romantic you will ever probably meet I will romanticize the hell out of every single aspect of my life whether it's like I don't know, I've got my Christmas tree in front of me right now and it's got loads of bows on it. That's my idea of romanticising my life. I'll romanticise my life through literally everything, going to cafes by myself. And I'm such a romantic person that when I was trying to fit into this calibre of casual dating and being really cool about dating, I was unhappy because I, when I feel emotion, I feel it. I'm a very sensitive person. I'm very emotional. So if I like someone, I want to tell them. I want to show them how much I like them and I want to text them and I want to call them and I want to, you know, I love romance. I think it's absolutely beautiful. But I felt as if I was like going crazy at the fact that I couldn't text someone back quick enough or just call them or whatever like that. I felt as if, you know, I had to be this super cool, super like deadpan expression person. And that's really not me. And I was unhappy because I'm like, I want to be in a relationship where I write poetry to someone, where I write them letters, where, I don't know, we do really cute things, but I couldn't do that because society told me I have to, like, play hard to get and, like, make them jealous and go out all the time and stuff like that. Like, fair play to anyone that does that because it's hard. It's really hard. I can't play it cool because if someone texts me, if I see the message come up on my phone, like most of the time I'm on do not disturb, but if I'm not on do not disturb and I see the message, I'm going to reply straight away. If someone texts me, I'm going to reply. Or if I like someone, I obviously I want to spend time with them and I want to like show them and I want to tell them, you know, I want to do all these romantic things. And it wasn't until kind of late first year that I realised, I was like, hang on a minute, I'm not that type of person and that's okay. It's okay at the fact that I'm 18, 19 years old. I've never been in a relationship. I don't really date. But that's because I don't want to settle. I don't want to be someone I'm not just because I feel as if then I'll fit in. And it's okay if you are the type of person where you 
do go on lots of dates and you can casual date. I wish I was. That would be a lot easier, but I'm not. I'm an incredibly hopeless romantic where I have an idea in my head of what I want this love to be and what I want this romance to be. And if it's not like that, I'm not going to have it. You know, I'm not going to be someone I'm not just because it's easier for me. And it took me a while. But if you are a hopeless romantic person and you are in a culture where you're told to play it cool, you're not meant to text them back a lot. You're meant to be like, I don't know, nonchalant about the fact that you really like them. Get No, you're a human. Humans are meant to feel If you love someone, tell them. If you really like someone and you want to go on a date with them, ask them. Do all the romantic things that you want to. Don't feel stupid and don't feel over-emotional for liking someone. We are meant to feel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I said as well about how when I was in a room full of people, I would feel lonely, which is a weird thing. I never could wrap my head around that. I always thought it was a bit weird. I thought, oh God, maybe, maybe no one likes me. And I suppose it's kind of the thing where if I am, I am quite sensitive and I take things to heart quite easily. Not really. If someone has an opinion about me, I don't really care. You know, if it's a bad opinion, I don't care. If someone says they don't like my outfit, I don't care. They don't like me as a person. I don't care. I mean, I'd be a bit weird because I don't think I'm a bad person. But I get really passionate about things. And I get sensitive if I feel as if someone doesn't care. And that might be like deep-rooted. I don't think it's deep-rooted like it's not trauma. It's not trauma. But we all have those things where we get really passionate about and we really care about them. For example, I've always had a passion for film. I've always had a passion for... Formula One. And when I talk about things that I really love to people that I really care about, the most hurtful thing is when someone isn't listening. Because it makes you feel as if you shouldn't talk about your successes and you shouldn't talk about your passions. Now, when you do have a success, and if you are telling someone like a close friend, and they make you feel like you shouldn't be talking about it, get rid of them. 101. Step one If someone isn't happy for you, specifically a friend, even if you have an inkling that they are giving you a bad vibe when you're talking about your success or you're succeeding at something, uh uh-uh, red buzzer, get rid. Trust, I don't know why I went American then. Sorry, got really, get really passionate about that. But I've had that in a friendship where I've felt as if I shouldn't be succeeding and I shouldn't be working hard on my dreams or I shouldn't have specific dreams because they're clearly too big for me because they're not happy for me and they think that I shouldn't be achieving them or I shouldn't achieve them at all. You should surround yourself with people that make you want to scream about your passions, make you want to literally showcase every single success you've ever had to the world because there's no greater hurt than someone not wishing you well that you love you know, it, it it does hurt because you're almost like, okay, you're my person, you should be feeling good for me. Another thing is that if you have a passion, talk about it, you know, feel free to express it in every single way and get as rowdy or as loud as you want to. 
for example, I used to always want to talk about film and I had this one person where I could talk to her about any film into any detail about every single detail about this film it could literally be so niche it could be a fact from like the 1960s and a specific day that this fact was spoken about this film you know and they would listen they would want to hear about it they had no idea what I was talking about but they wanted to hear about it my mum will always be a person where I can always speak about my passions to her I could call her up and I could say oh my god guess what happened with this 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 and it could literally be like a detail from a film I watched the other day, which she's never watched. She doesn't care. She wants to hear about it. Even if she doesn't want to hear about it, she's listening to me. She's not making me feel disregarded for being happy about something. If something makes you happy, you should be able to freely express that. And you should freely express that. But if there is someone around you that makes you feel as if you should be a bit quieter about it, I would suggest cutting them off or calling them out on it because that is really hurtful to someone that is very passionate about something. Something I'm really passionate, I mean, maybe you know, maybe you've gathered this, is fashion, obviously, you know what I mean? I have always, throughout my life, wanted to overdress and sometimes dress a little weird. I'm not going to lie, I've looked back at outfits that I've worn in the past and I do feel a little bit embarrassed, but also not embarrassed because that's what I wanted to wear at the time. But... You should want to dress, well, you obviously want to dress, you should be able to dress and feel as if you are able to dress however you want in the coolest, weirdest, probably, I don't know, even boring outfits you want to wear. Even if the occasion is casual, you know, if you're passionate about wearing something, even if it's simple to someone else or it's really weird to someone else, wear it. You know, you clearly have a unique sense of fashion and if you want to wear it, wear it. It's it's hard saying that because I remember when I was younger, I would be terrified to wear something that was remote, tiniest bit remotely different to someone else in my class or someone else um, that I was around out of the fear of being judged. But if you're a hopeless romantic person and you are passionate about it, wear it. Because I'm not being funny, most of the time when I wear my weird outfits, I get more compliments. And it's not as if I wear them to get compliments, but it just shows that if you think people are judging you, they might even be admiring you. Some people might look at you when you wear your weirdest outfits and be like, oh my God, you know what? I wish I would wear something like that. That's what I want to wear. She inspires me to wear something like that. Or you could wear something and perhaps be a little bit nervous about it. But even if you've worn it, I don't know, to just walk up and down your street. You've done it. You've worn something that you're passionate about and something that makes you feel good. No one's judging you. And even if they are, then clearly they aren't the right people for you. And if it's, especially, I'm a big advocate for this, when I first started wearing clothes and outfits that adhere to my actual fashion sense and what I actually wanted to wear, I would be so scared in public. I would be so worried that people were judging me. Now I couldn't care less. Because I'm like, if someone's judging me, if there's someone in the street, one, I'm never going to see them again. Two, they're probably not going to be my friend. Three, if they are judging me, okay, we literally live on a rock and I'm wearing something that makes me happy. So wear whatever makes you happy and whatever you're passionate about. I think that I never realised that, well, of course I realised, but I never realised that I am really emotional and I am sensitive to things until kind of, a lot of things started happening where I would get a little bit upset or I would get really emotional whenever I'd feel the tiniest bit lonely. But 
that's okay because that's an indication of the fact that maybe something in my life is lacking or I'm not listening to my body and treating myself with the utmost kindness. Sometimes I might be a little bit mean to myself and that's why I get sensitive. But being sensitive and emotional doesn't isn't a bad thing. You could use that sensitivity for art. I use my sensitivity and my emotional side to create this podcast. The reason why I have this podcast is because I am emotional. I've suffered with my own mental health and I do daily. I still do. But that's why I have this podcast is because I naturally have empathy for a lot of people and I have empathy enough to do these podcast episodes to help people to kind of get out of the state that I was in recently or in the past few years. So I don't feel bad about being sensitive. I could be sensitive to something that someone says, but then that could be a boundary that I set with them where I'm like, okay, do you mind not saying that? Or do you mind not bringing that up around me? And that's a good thing. For example, it could be an experience that you had couple years ago or a couple weeks ago and if someone bringing it up makes you emotional just call them out and ask them not to do it boundaries are so important and healthy especially when you are an emotional person if you're in a bad state of mind already it's not going to be healthy for your friends to keep bringing it up or talking about things that you don't want to set in boundaries but realize that you are so valid for being emotional sometimes because as humans we are meant to feel Don't listen to people when they say that you shouldn't tell people that you love them and you need to play it cool and you need to not be emotional all the time and you need to not be so expressive. We're literally human. We have these experiences and we have these emotions for a reason. They're an indication of whether something's going wrong or right in our life. And most of the time, if it is a sadness, if it is a sadness, if it is a sad emotion, then that's healthy to show you that something in your life needs to be fixed or something in your life needs to be changed. On the topic of boundaries and also in relation to saying how you feel in terms of friendships or even romantic relationships, saying how you feel will never ruin a real connection. And that literally goes for any type of relationships, platonic, romantic, family, however it is. If you speak your truth and say how you're feeling and someone reacts in a bad way or calls you emotional and calls you oversensitive and says that you're overreacting, that isn't your person they're not realising that if you are getting really touchy about something or you're getting really agitated at the moment, there's a deeper meaning. There's something that they're doing that's clearly causing this, but they're not empathetic enough to realise that and therefore they're not your person. I called up my friend from home the other week about something where I was really emotional and I was just really getting frustrated with things about something and I told her and she said, the person that this surrounds is not empathetic enough to realise that the way you're feeling has a deeper meaning that is rooted to that person. And I called this person out on it and they may have got defensive and they may have called me overdramatic and overreactive. But that is an indication to me that this person just isn't my person and that's fine. Not everyone has to get along in life and I'm also a big advocate for that, that there's nothing wrong with just not being friends with someone if they just aren't your type of person. But saying how you feel and saying if you do really like someone, you're staying true to yourself. And even if they don't like you back, it might hurt. But that sets you apart from that person that sets you free from that connection, because it was never real. You know, if you, if there's someone that's making you feel down, and you call them out on it, and they say that you're overreacting, that's breaking a false connection. It was never a real connection if they don't understand why you're bringing them up on this. 
say how you feel to people and if they respect you and recognize the fact that you're not okay perfect they are your people and that is a true indication of a friend or you know just your family members in a romantic relationship but saying how you feel will never ruin a real connection and I live by that I love being sensitive emotional and passionate because I am such a hopeless romantic person that I find beauty in the fact that I'm emotional because I made this podcast out of being emotional. I make beauty out of being sensitive because the fact that I am sensitive means that I like to have self-care nights in. I like to watch lots of movies when I'm feeling a little bit sensitive that day. So I'll have a little self-care night and I'll look after myself. I'm proud of the fact that I am very emotional because that means I'm very empathetic. And the fact I'm empathetic means I'm able to help my friends a lot. I'm able to help my family a lot. And I'm able to just help my mental health a little bit sometimes too. And I love the fact that I'm extremely passionate about things because I've found people in my life finally that will listen to that. And I love the fact I'm passionate about things because my sense of fashion has brought me lots of opportunities in my life and made me be proud of who I am, but only through surrounding myself with the right people that understand that. I really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and be proud of the fact that you are emotional, sensitive, overreactive, however people want to call you, but never try to be someone that you're not. Listen to what your heart tells you and you will be a happy, happy person. Trust me. But I love you so much. Thank you for listening. Bye.